Let's just imagine that Steve Armitage is hosting the broadcast tonight. How would that go, Mike? Oh, thanks, Mark. It's going to be a great series as the Calgary Flames, a fabulous city, up against Edmonton. Edmonton! Germs! Disease! Sweatpants with good shoes! Don't, don't bring the hate on Rod. This is all on this end, folks. Be mad at this guy. This is the Rod Peterson Show! Yeah, buddy, hello. Welcome to the RP Show. We are back. We are live. I think it's episode number 996 of your favorite daytime sports talk show coming your way on Game Plus Television, uh, WQEE Metro Atlanta, where we are Atlanta's NHL show and streaming. And uh, we have joining us uh, from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, Darren Moose Dupont, as we get ready to set sail on a Tuesday. That's the day today. Coming up, Hustler Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk and Luke Gazdick from Sportsnet and Maple Leeds. Guy's doing a great job. Uh, former NHLer turned media, and he's doing a good job of it. Moose, what do you know? How are you feeling? How's your day so far? Day's off to a great start. Yeah, it, it's awesome. Uh, um, we got a taste last night with just one NHL game on the sked, right? That mm-hmm. what we're getting, what we're going to be experiencing over the next few weeks as more teams get eliminated, we're going to have those one game of nights and the, re- the dreaded night off of hockey. That's all coming. So I, I, oh, I wasn't no, particularly no, no, fond no, no. of just one game. I can't agree with you because you went to the movies last night. I saw it on your Instagram account. You, I saw it. You went to Landmark Cinemas. So those dreaded nights off is the night to go to the movies or do something with your family. You're good, you. Right? So that's, yeah, <laughs> I've been a few trips around the sun, dude. The multiple games is like a, a little too much. Like literally, I was at FLA Live Arena on Sunday talking with one of the ushers and the guy was Listen, they get a bad rap, and if you follow any Florida fans or staff or people, Panthers people, they do follow, they do know there's an NHL outside of South Florida. They do. And the guy was like, how about that game in Jersey today? How about all the goals they're scoring? And I said, what, Carolina? He's like, no, the Devils. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I was all settled in trying to deal with the Leafs fans, you know, in the the Panthers-Leafs game. So that's too much. I'm good with one game a day. And on the off nights, finding something to do. So <laughs> what a great start to the show. I see everybody's chiming in in the comments section. And we invite you to do that. We just can't necessarily at this time respond because it's Darren and my time here in the warm-up. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And we'll get down to business. How about that? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's going to be Moose and I in the first two segments of both Hour 1 and 2 as we get back to business. I do want to say this before I get to the orders in the Vegas Golden Knights. It is the Rod Peterson Show, not Sports Center. Therefore, we'll talk about things going on in my life. So I was a little upset. They've only had my Jeep here in the shop for two months, my beautiful 2004 Jeep Wrangler, which is pewter in color. And uh, I went the last two mornings to pick it up, Moose, and each time they're like, oh, a part didn't come in. Uh, We're waiting on a part. It's missing. Okay. So I've been on the, (laughs) what do you call it, the loser cruiser, the Ankle Express? No, the bus is the loser cruiser. That's what the kids call it. Ankle Express here for the last couple days. So I haven't had my Jeep. Why I felt the need to tell you that, I'm not sure, other than, um, yeah, things could be better. 
Um, but things could be far, far worse. So point one, Jonathan Marcheseau scored twice. Jack Eichel had a goal and two assists, and the visiting Vegas Golden Knights drilled the Edmonton Oilers 5-1 to grab a 2-1 lead in their best-of-seven Stanley Cup playoff series. The Golden Knights led 2-1 after the first period and blew the game open with three unanswered in the second. Game four goes Wednesday in Edmonton. Now, uh, your thoughts on that, Moose, if you don't mind? I see people chiming in, Oilers fans here saying, I bet Rod's happy the Golden Knights won. Um... Yes and no. I guess you could say that they're my West Conference team. I did pick them to go to the Stanley Cup final, and that relates to our poll question. Uh, after I picked Calgary to go to the Stanley Cup final, I went with Vegas. I relented. Um, the game last night wasn't much. Um, these Oilers are maddening. Your Leafs are maddening. I don't know what it is about teams these days. How can you not put forth a consistent effort come Stanley Cup playoff time? I don't get it, but... What's been the same through the regular season and now the playoffs is record-breaking nights. Stick with me. Aiden Hill went into the game to replace Laurent Brassois in goal for Vegas. He became Darren, the first goalie in NHL history to, in his debut, come in at a backup and play 49-plus minutes and not allow a goal. Nobody will remember that but the Aiden Hill family. Nobody's going to remember that. But history continues to fall. It just happened to be... Not a very entertaining hockey game. Yeah, it wasn't. It was exactly what the Vegas Golden Knights needed, though. They suffocated the Oilers, really you know, frustrated McDavid and Dreisaitl, and they played fast. You know, and, and what's, what do they say? <coughs> Excuse me. The best defense is a good offense. It seemed like Vegas had the puck all night on their stick, and they were disciplined and stayed out of the box and did a lot of things well and then capitalized on their scoring chances. I mean... And I thought the real exclamation point in this game came late. It came when Martinez drove to the net. Roy tapped it in. It was disallowed after the challenge, but they came right back and scored to make it 5-1 anyways. To me, that's how I knew the Oilers weren't coming back last night. Um, it was exactly what Vegas needed. But as you mentioned, too, maddening Oilers, this has no indication as to what's going to happen in Game 4. You can take nothing out of Game 3 into Game 4. It'll be completely different. Uh, I will sprinkle in a few of the comments here because there's some good ones coming in. Lang, watching on streaming, says, Your Jeep looks great. Hopefully it's up and running soon. Oh, yeah, they say by late this afternoon. I'm not worried. It's pewter in color, but there is a Jeep here that's giving mine a run. I quite often get told that it's the, mine is the coolest Jeep in South Florida. But there's one just down the road here, a neighbor actually, that bought it. It's a burnt orange. Imagine that. Metallic burnt orange in color, uh, and it's a 1987. So, hey, when you know, you know. There's two kinds of people in this world, Moose. People who have a Jeep and people who want a Jeep. Bingo! It's the only two kinds of people that there are in the world. Uh, Swerve in Calgary writes in. He says, I see the NHL brass wanted Bedard in a big market. Just stop, stop, stop. And a lot of Winnipeggers are chiming in here. And just hang on. We'll get to all the Winnipeg stuff when Hustler joins us later on here in hour one. But I do have some Winnipeg things in the warm-up, which I'll get to if you guys would let me. The poll question today for Key Auto Group. The all-new Sportage reimagines innovation in motion. An urban SUV design with all the comforts for your next adventure Order yours today at keyyorktonkia.com or by calling 306-783-2772. The 2023 Kia Sportage, 
movement that inspires. The poll question today is who is the Western Conference Stanley Cup favorite now? I'm going to have to check and see what the updates is, and you, you probably won't be surprised with whom I voted for, but it's Edmonton, Vegas, Dallas, Seattle, and uh, that's the four. And what are they saying here? Because I, I did tweet it. Where the heck is it? Here it is. Uh, Vegas is leading with 35% of the vote, followed by Edmonton with 26%, Dallas 20%, and the Seattle Kraken 19%. So the crackheads won't be happy with that. Um, but, I mean, things change. That's what the fans need to understand. Things change. I had the benefit of watching the NHL on ESPN last night. So before the game, Mark Messier is on the panel saying, I think we have to say the Oilers are the Stanley Cup favorite right now. I think we have to say that. And then they go out and proceed to crap their pants. So all of a sudden, Vegas is the favorite now. But what are you going to say, that, that Mess doesn't know what he's talking about? So the, the fans want to pin you down. That's why a lot of media won't make predictions or make bold public proclamations. Obviously, I don't care. <laughs> I made a career out of it. I don't care. So, but I'm voting for Vegas because I felt all along they were. Who would you vote for as the Western Conference favorite? Now they're down to four. You know what? I still can't see the Oilers. Uh, I can't see the Oilers wilting away in the series. I'm going to vote for Edmonton still as the best team in the West, just because they have that high end ability to turn it on in a second. And just because they're down two one, they're not going to, they're going to be a really tough out. So as of today, I'm still voting for Edmonton, despite the five, one loss in game three. Gotcha. Well, folks uh, chime in on the next, for the next 23 hours on our poll brought to you by key auto group. To be honest, this was my highlight of the night. Da 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 The Chicago Blackhawks had reason to celebrate Monday when they won the, NHL won the NHL draft lottery. And the first pick that goes with it, the Montreal Canadiens, will get the fifth pick at the June 18th entry draft in Nashville with Vancouver picking 11th and Calgary 16th. I will stop there. Ottawa 12th, the Flames, as we saw, 16th. But it was Chicago, Chicago, that toddle in town. If you went and listened to my commentary this morning on Sask Radio or read it, every Tuesday I do a thing called the good, the great, and the ugly. And I said the good thing today was Bedard going to the Chicago Blackhawks. It's not great. I would have liked to have seen him go to a couple other places. To be frank, I would have liked to have seen him go to Arizona. That's just me. Serena wanted him to go to Columbus. If you had a pick, where would you have, out of those teams, who would, would you have liked, Darren? It was Arizona 1, San Jose 2, Vancouver 3 right. for me. Of all Western Conference teams. So, uh, and by the way, we do have some football talk coming up, folks, for those that have chimed in and are waiting for that. So just hold on to your bingo cards. Um, I've been talking with the family. Uh, they're excited. A lot of things went flooding my mind with Connor Bedard over the last 24, 48 hours. You know, when we started interviewing him for the first time when he was 14, uh, there was a wonderful piece on him done on ESPN, hosted by Emily Kaplan, my new bestie from uh, ESPN NHL coverage. She did a great piece before the draft lottery last night. And I just, you know, I saw this thing on Twitter that Bedard's family has let it be known to Arizona that if they get the number one pick, he's not going. Like a dork, I wrote back and said they wouldn't do that. You tell me, Darren, to not respond. It's hard. <laughs> but they're not the type of family to do that. 
And then the guy DMs me. Is there a, a report out of Winnipeg? No, no, Rod, you don't understand. This is who had said it. And, but, but it doesn't, this was, and then Chicago wins. He goes, it doesn't matter now because he's going to Chicago. But reading the NHL game notes, I don't assume you, assume you saw this. Did you see Connor Bedard's great, great uncle, Jim Bedard, played for the Chicago Blackhawks in the 1950s? There's been a Bedard play for the Blackhawks wow. already. I know. Who, who dug that up? Probably the Ron Scoreboard Johnston of Chicago, if there is one. So there's already a family lineage there. I think that's really cool. You know what? That is cool. The original six thing is cool. Um, to be honest, I hate that he's going to Chicago, okay? If I can, oh, I don't oh, really oh, get oh, upset oh, oh. about anything. <laughs> or hate. I don't. I don't like to hate on things, but I do. I'm like, look, at they, they had the scandal, whatever. That was the thing. But for me, it's like, really? You know, this long-suffering fan base? You just won a cup eight years ago. And that was the third in six years, yeah, right? Uh, like, yeah, this yeah. isn't a long-suffering fan base. Like, Anaheim would have been better. It's been longer. What, 07 since they won a cup? You know, Anna, or Arizona's never won. San Jose's never won. Columbus. You know, even Montreal back to 93. There's so much more deserving fan bases. And I think of, like, what would be a good fit for Connor? Uh, but, with, but with the McDavid's and the Crosby's and now Bedard, I don't think it's about what's a good fit for the kid because the kid kind of supersedes that. He's now there to, to pick up and fix a broken franchise. And you know what? I think he's going to do really well in Chicago. And I think the fans are, well, of course, they're going to love him. So it'll be fun well, to watch. I saw a report that the Blackhawks have sold $1.9 million in season tickets just since last night to the degree that they need wow. to cap. They're going to cap their season tickets this year. And I don't know if you saw that. I mean, there's so much information gets thrown at us on a daily basis. But one of the reports I saw was that they're going to cap their season tickets. And they said it's amazing because they had the third worst attendance in the National Hockey League last year. So that's what one player can do. But if I may, and I love all of our viewers, obviously I do. <laughs> We'd be out of business without them and our audience. But folks, can I give you a little lesson here? Um, Allie in Texarkana, for, uh, for instance, she goes, I really didn't want Chicago too much scandal. And I've seen other people say the same thing. Can we get over it? Everybody's been fired. Everybody. Joel Quenville's still paying for it. Not coaching anymore. It was forced to quit here in Florida. They're all gone. Can we get over it? And if you're saying, well, the owner's still there, well, then that's your problem or their problem. Don't support the Chicago Blackhawks. But to sit here and harp on something that they dealt with the best that they could in all these scandals, it's pretty much botched by every team. I don't feel like there's a handbook for this. So to say that they didn't deserve to get Connor Bedard because of this scandal from 13 years ago, Rant over, feel however you want, but I'm like, my God, we're really hung up as a society by not getting over stuff. Carlos in Indianapolis. Hey, how is that Stan Davidson's fault or whatever the new G Kyle Davidson's fault, the new GM? He wasn't <laughs> even there. Well, it's not. You know, and I think there's a lot of people and that I was your right. Darren. Like did you guys lose Darren? Did Did he lose me? He still got me? me. Okay. I lost the guys, him. Hopefully we'll let me know. Just me. 
Oh, I got you now. Lost. Okay. I got you. Well, you got me. Either way, okay. you know, the big thing for me, like I know the feeling on social is, is, and in the public is negative about Chicago. Okay, I get that. Like it's overwhelmingly the other way. And a lot of it is because of this. And, you know, if you feel that they still need to pay for it, then that's how you feel. I mean, if that was the case, I think the NHL would have added this as part of the punishment. You know, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. These guys are all going to go. And you're not going to be allowed to win the draft lottery for five years. You know, we're really going to punish the team. But they didn't. They were allowed to be in the draft lottery. The team was bad, bad enough to have, you know, top three odds. And they won it. You know, and you're right. It's not Kyle Davidson's fault. No, I work in the recovery world, which a lot dabbles, crosses with the judicial world. You commit a sin, a crime, you pay your price, and it's over. It's over with, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, is it over for the Beach family? Is it over for the offending party? No, but that's their deal to deal with, not yours. <laughs> if you want to hold it against Chicago from now to the end of time, that's up to you, but I ain't. We'll be back. We've got Blue Jays to get to. We've got WHL to get to, Centennial Cubs, CFL. Some might say the meat of it is all on the way next. We're right in the middle of the warm-up here on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, and streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games. And the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Canadian Center for Men and Families Alberta supports men through relationship turmoil and breakdown. 
Our programs provide tools that help men to manage stressful situations, rebuild themselves, and minimize the chances of escalation to acute mental health crises. Men face the realities of relationship breakdown in a way that is unique. And a blanket approach to offering mental health support fails to appreciate the emotional realities men face. They are often less willing to be vulnerable. Stigma is attached with men's emotional expression, and so they are less likely to seek help. When they do, they are often met with ridicule and skepticism. With very few resources available that are truly customized for men, they can be left feeling stressed, depressed, and hopeless. CCMF Alberta programs responsibly address the results of trauma on men's mental health. We support all men. CCMF Alberta, because children need their fathers too. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It is it's the warm-up on the way. Andrew Hustler-Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk and Luke Gazdick, former NHL defenseman, now of Maple Leeds and Rogers Sportsnet. If we can bring the moose back in, he's in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Just a couple audience questions from Sean in Vancouver watching on Game Plus TV. He says, did anyone else find that lottery draft confusing? The coverage wasn't great, in my opinion, but good for Chi-Town. Bedard will thrive there. I didn't find it confusing at all. From Stephen in North Dakota, he says, sports could be even better with supportive fan bases. How many humans quit without support? He's t- I think he- he's talking about checking out. Uh, I don't know, too dark of a topic for today. Brian in Bosa's Your Manitoba says, good day, RP squad. In the Sunshine State, he said, my text yesterday incorrectly spelled Serena's name. My apologies to Serena and the RP show. Definitely need her color analysis more often. She's great. And then he says, by the way, how's her mood today after last night's Oilers loss to the Knights? Signed, <laughs> Brian and Bosa's your Manitoba. Um, the mood's not great. Don't ask. Please and thank you. She went to bed when it was 3-1 Vegas. <clears throat> I told her this morning it only got worse. She hey, did. folks. Woody's RV World presents the summer football road trip hosted by the Rod Peterson Show and Engelheim. Tickets are now available at rodpeterson.com, and it includes charter transportation from Engelheim beginning June 23rd to June 25th, Regina to Calgary and back. Two-night accommodations at the Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport with complimentary breakfasts, exclusive pre- and post-game parties hosted by moi, and a ticket to the Rough Riders and the Stampeders on June 24th. Yeah, buddy, I'll be there hosting these parties, hosting you at the game. Join us, please. Tickets available now at rodpeterson.com. Woody's RV World. And coming up later on, I'll tell you how you got a very good chance to skip the line, courtesy Woody's RV World. Um, Point three, after enjoying a day off on their nine-game road trip, the Toronto Blue Jays returned to action Tuesday in Philly, opening a two-game series Against the Phillies, righty Alec Manoa will start for the Jays as he aims to improve on his one and two record. Point four, the Seattle Thunderbirds have punched their ticket to the WHL Championship Series. Kyle Krinkovic's goal, 10 minutes into the third period, stood up as the winner as the T-Birds defeated the Kamloops Blazers 4-2 to take the Western Conference Final in six. 
in a related story. The Winnipeg Ice, in conjunction with True North Sports and Entertainment, announced all Winnipeg Ice remaining home games in the WHL Championship Series will be played at Canada Life Center in downtown Winnipeg. I can't wait to talk to Hustler about this when he joins us next segment. I've been lobbying for this to happen in the playoffs at least for as long as the ice have relocated from Kootenai. Why not? Uh, so I, I had told, was told the ownership of the two organizations didn't get along, but something's been smoothed over. Tells you that the right thing can be done, Moose, if both parties want mm -hmm. it to. And I think this is fantastic. Yeah, I think it's awesome. You're right. When, when, when two people want to come to the table and get something done, you know, the right thing happens. And, you know, when you talked about, you know, the Winnipeg Ice and going into the Canada Life Center and going to, you know, put on a great product and hopefully sell it out, Winnipeg, um, maybe this is how the ice gets saved long term, you know, in that city. I mean, we're still not sure what the future holds for that organization. Selling out the arena, having a great atmosphere, winning a championship can only help keep the team in that city. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I like the ice. Their general manager, Matt Cockle, who I, didn't he win GM of the year this year? If it wasn't this year, he's won it in the past. Played for the Pats. I know him well. I like him a lot. James Patrick is as classy guy as you're ever going to meet. Their broadcaster, Brian Munns, I've known since he was in high school. Uh, I like the ice. I don't know what's going on there. And, you know, I had reported that the ice might be on the move, and somebody from that organization shook me down and said, did you say this? Yeah, I did. Because it's what I heard. Like, I... Figure it out, okay? Can you just figure it out? Whether you're staying in Winnipeg or not. Like, I... We're not allowed to talk about stuff. I, I don't even know how to do this anymore. Yeah. In sports, I don't. Before we get to that CFL stuff, Centennial Cup. This is the kind of stuff that floats my boat. The Battlefords North Stars left North Battleford, the Battlefords, 9 a.m. Monday. I saw the coverage. I saw the escort out of town. I love how they do this with the junior teams. They play, I got to go look it up here again, the Cam Valley Walleye? What is it, Clark? Cam River. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's that. Southern Ontario Junior Hockey League. I, I don't say it dismissively. That's what, we're the ones giving them coverage, okay? Who the hell would have known who the Richmond Sockeyes were in the 1980s if I hadn't been watching the final on CTV involving the right. Weyburn Red Wings or the, the Aurelia something-somethings? That's what's great about the Centennial Cup. You hear about these teams and towns you'd never heard of before. Uh, we were there in the thick of it last year in Estevan. The hockey gods had it by way that I get to come here for round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs, and it looks like round three, but whatever. I, I'm only following Battlefords because that's my team. What do I need to know? And do you know anything about the Centennial Cup? How far are you uh, into this? Just to put you on the spot. I'm following it about as much as you are, which is I'm okay. following all the send-offs. I'm seeing more than just Battlefords, though. I'm seeing other teams send their teams off to the Centennial Cup with the parade and the lining of the streets and the bus gives a couple taps on the horn. So that's where I'm at. I think it's incredibly exciting. I think it's a lot of fun for those teams and those players. You and I were right in the middle of it in Estevan last year and at this time. Oof. 
Um, it is so cool because they just all become part of the community, eating at the restaurants, you know, staying at the hotels, work, walking the streets. They become part of the community. It's going to be a lot of fun for that entire group and all those teams. Wish them all the best. I think it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. So we'll give the Centennial Cup and for what, whatever leagues in junior as much coverage as we can. I, you know, we talk about it all the time. I could sit and talk about this for two hours every day. Uh, but unfortunately, the viewers and the sponsors aren't as much into it as we are. I talked to Peter Labardius about that at Ace Casino in Calgary because he loves it as much as we do. And I said, I wish more people cared. And, you know, Lou is yeah. like, you know, me too, the way Lou talked. Uh, Kelly in Regina writes in on the 902 line regarding the Blackhawks. He has sent me the graph of attendance for the year. He says, for a crappy team, the Blackhawks did all right for attendance, but I'm not clicking on the graph. I heard they were third last, but I don't believe the numbers. And which dovetails me into the next thing. Kelly says the Habs want a video replay to see if all their balls were in the jar. Go Hawks, says Kelly. This reminds me of something. It's a good segue to the CFL. Why would they accuse the NHL of something nefarious if they didn't think there was something nefarious going on? All this spy gate in pro football, and I, as you know, worked in the Canadian Football League for 20 years. Why do you think they're so bloody mistrusting of each other in that league? Because they got reason to be. And I would often say that to the coaches. Why are you accusing them of that? Does this go on? Oh, it goes on, but we don't. So to take your conversations, and he's just reporting about the Habs feel that they might have been screwed. Yeah, well, why do they think that? Because they know that something nefarious has gone on in the past and i don't want to believe that i don't want na 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 i don't want to believe that sports isn't perfect and there's shysters in it i don't want to believe it anymore now into the cfl thing mr football guy because darren's a football guy from those rule changes they came down yesterday i never had a chance to put them to you i wonder what you think about this Uh, From the CFL, the football won't have to be handled, touched in order for a single to be awarded on a kickoff starting this CFL season. The removal of that requirement was among the changes unanimously approved by the CFL's Board of Governors. The CFL is also restricting the number of players within two yards of the line of scrimmage on either side of the long snapper to a maximum of six at the snap. I mean, this gets into some pretty deep football stuff here. The new restriction will only apply on field goals or kick convert attempts. When a team is penalized for a holding while in possession of the ball in its goal area, a safety has been added to the available options for the opposition. This is pretty deep football stuff, but did you have a look at them, and how do you feel about these CFL rule changes? The last one is interesting. You know, um, it's that's the biggest one. That's the one you're going to notice. You're not going to notice, you know, six guys or eight guys around a long snapper on a on a punt or a field goal. Um, the single point where it doesn't have to be handled now can just be kicked straight out and you can get the single point. That's a big Um, one. That may change a little bit. You may get a little notice that, but you'll notice the holding. So when we're inside 10 yards or inside around the goal line, um, I can't remember exactly what the, what the number is, but it's like when you are in the end zone, quarterbacks dropping back and you get called for intentional grounding, it becomes a safety. Well, now, if you get called for holding back there, they're allowing you to potentially have a safety as well, rather than just move you back an inch, an inch, an inch, and you can't go any deeper than the one-yard line. So 
Um, that will be the only one I see making a change in the game is potentially some safeties. Whenever a kick ball hits the goalpost in flight, the next point of scrimmage will now be the 30-yard line instead of the 25. Starting this year, CFL teams cannot have players wearing both 0 and 0-0. Zero, zero. Only one player will be allowed to wear either or 0 or 0-0. Zero, zero. I mean, these are very minute details, small tweaks. But as a guy that's called about 500 football games in my life in Canada, that eliminating the need to touch the ball on a kickoff is really big. It's really big. And I wonder, I'd like to talk to a special teams coach how that will change strategy. Because on a windy day, in a tied game, you're going to have your kicker thump it. In the past, you might not have. You might have wanted him to down it in play, right? Or have, have the returner down it in play. So I think that is a big one. I applaud the CFL for uh, some innovations, yeah. making them known, the transparency. That's the big thing uh, that I have on that. Moose, I will see you an hour two, okay? You bet. See you then. A sports update before we go. Joe Cap, that tough quarterback who led the Minnesota Vikings to their first Super Bowl and California to its last Rose Bowl, has died. Joe Cap was 85 and had been suffering from Alzheimer's. After a stellar collegiate career at Cal in the 1950s, it was capped by an appearance in the 1959 Rose Bowl. He went on to star in the CFL before making it to the National Football League. Joe Cap is the only quarterback to lead his team to a Rose Bowl, Grey Cup, and Super Bowl. How about that? Alec Manoa starts for the Blue Jays in the opener of a two-game series against the Philadelphia Phillies today. And attorneys for golf superstar Tiger Woods will soon be in court in an attempt to halt a lawsuit his ex-girlfriend filed against him. The attorneys were expected to argue in a Florida court today that Erica Herman signed a non-disclosure agreement with the golfer requiring that any disagreement between the two must be decided by an arbitrator in private. This sports update for Landmark Cinemas coming to theaters June 2nd. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. In theaters June 2nd, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Back with Hustler. Right after this, we're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, and the streams. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, everybody. We're having a great day. I hope you are, too. Fire up the text, 902-518-3033. You'll reach me at our studio here in South Florida. Next segment in his audience takeover. And I'm uh, very excited to have our good friend Hustler Patterson joining us from Winnipeg Sports Talk. 
We never have enough time, so I'm going to jump right into it. Husk, before we get to the Winnipeg stuff, your take on Chicago winning the draft lottery, and they're going to get Connor Bedard at number one. Well, it, there's uh, great to be with you, Rod. Hope all's well. Um, listen, there's two things. Uh, it's I think it actually is good for the National Hockey League. I, I know there's a lot of people that are bent that, you know, there wasn't more draft punishment from the uh, Kyle Beach situation. Um, but I'll say this, having him in the central time zone on an original six team with a great hockey history and a big market like that, I think is good for the NHL. The one thing that, you know, might not be good is just how blatantly the Chicago Blackhawks tanked and dropped it all down and then ended up succeeding in it. But uh, put it this way, far better than Arizona or Anaheim where he's tucked away on the West Coast starting at 1030 at night every night in the Eastern time zone. So I think overall, this is a good thing here in Winnipeg. I'm not sure we're going to like dealing with him for the next 15 years in the Central Division, but uh, it'll be fun watching him play when they come to Winnipeg. That's for sure. Well said, my man, and you're gonna you're gonna get him close up for sure. Uh, he is something to watch. Maybe hopefully the fan in you will enjoy it. But uh, moving on, Hus, Winnipeg Ice announcing they're moving their playoff games into the Canada Life Center. What does that mean for Winnipeg and the franchise? Well, you know, it's really hard to say. That's a group that's very tight-lipped. I mean, we haven't heard anything about this new arena. There's been a lot of things that have been sort of in the background of the ice year that. I think is still to be determined, but I'll tell you what, first things first, it's going to make a incre- for an incredible atmosphere and one that these young men deserve. I mean, I actually do sort of feel sorry for the likes of Matt Savoy and Zach Benson. I mean, playing it, listen, they've done their best with the rink at the university of Manitoba. Um, but it's just not up to standard of most of the other places that these play, uh, players will play at on the road. And, to be honest, it would have been a real shame if this series was, you know, limited to uh, whatever the couple thousand they can get in there. So, I mean, tickets are going on sale in about 20 minutes as we speak, Rod. And I think there's going to be a big, big run from Winnipeg fans that, to be honest, haven't had a chance to see the ice or haven't gotten out to see them at the university. So, um, you know, with the Moose and Jets out now, I mean, this is the uh, this is the playoff hockey around here. I think people know what a special team this is, and anyone that follows the Jets knows about Brad Lambert and the incredible talent that Seattle has. So um, this will be the best week for the Western Hockey League in Manitoba since the ice came here from Kootenai, and uh, we'll see what happens with the, with the wins and losses. But uh, I think this team and this organization deserves a big crowd going for a championship and uh, I think the fans of Winnipeg are going to step up when these tickets go on sale shortly. Any guess at what they'll draw? You know, we've been talking about that. I think they'll for sure get fill the lower bowl of that building. Um, I guess we'll see what happens right off the bat, but I mean, I think that we'll be pushing, you know, 8,500, 9,000 and maybe that's low. Um, I think there's going to be a real buzz. I mean, this came, there wasn't a lot of talk that this was going to happen, Rod. And I think the combination of the Moose losing in Milwaukee on the weekend, um, and I guess the other thing, and I wasn't really too sure about what the relationship was between the owners of the ice and the folks at True North. But credit to everybody involved. They've figured out a way to make this happen. And, uh, you know, we got Friday night game, a Saturday night game. I mean, it is going to be the show in town. So uh, 
I mean, heck, maybe I'll put my really optimistic hat on and think that they'll be going into the upper bowl and pushing 10K. There should be for the quality of matchup that we've got beginning on Friday night here in Winnipeg. Oh, my God. What an what a advertisement it's going to be, Seattle-Winnipeg, just for major junior hockey in general. Now, so let me ask you this. Do you feel like Winnipeggers are could use a good feel-good story <laughs> after when the yeah. Jets season ended? Let, let's just segue to that. Is that bad taste still in their mouths? Um, well, listen, it was a terrible five days for the organization. I don't think there's any way around it, Rod. I mean, starting off with a no-show uh, in game five with, you know, and, and again, this wasn't the first time this had happened. I mean, if you go back and think about game six in 2019 against St. Louis, game four against the Montreal Canadiens in 2021, I mean, this was another really, really ugly lifeless performance when you would expect you'd have the most out of your hockey club. And then obviously with bones erupting afterwards, I mean, listen for us on Winnipeg sports talk, it was a dream come true. I mean, it certainly gave us lots to talk about, but you know, I think some of the bad taste of the end of that season has subsided a little bit. I'm sure there'll be excitement getting into draft week, but the bottom line is, is all eyes right now are on Kevin shovel day off. I mean, as much as he didn't say much in his availability a couple Sundays ago, Everyone looks at this roster, looks at the contracts, looks at the time that is ticking and realizes that, um, you know, first of all, they need to maintain some assets out of these uh, players that, you know, could very well be on the run. You cannot, in a situation like Winnipeg is in, allow these guys to leave for nothing. So people are expecting probably some pretty significant changes. And, um, but I think that's going to actually get some excitement in because I think there is definitely the appetite for significant change to the core from the fan base rod. and. Uh, whether the team intended or wanted to do it or not, I think um, the time and the situation dictates that that will be the case. So I think it's going to be a pretty exciting six, seven weeks heading into Nashville for the Winnipeg Jets and people that follow them. Theo says, and there's only one Theo, so you know who I'm referring to, the relationships irreparable between Rick Bonus and his players. Do you agree? Um, No, uh, to be honest. <laughs> Like, <clears throat> Bones is a straight shooter. Um, he was very emotional, but to be perfectly honest, I mean, he had every right to be. And um, listen, there might be a few players that will be that case, but I think the job is to, you know, for management to make sure that those players are elsewhere. Um, you know, there was, uh, this team reverted to some of the ugly habits that they uh, had shown in previous seasons in the second half of the year that almost erased all the work that they'd done to get up to the top of the conference. Um, they slid in, but as I said, I think the identity and the core of this team is going to change. And Rick Bonus will be further along at really establishing the culture of accountability that hasn't been here in a long time that needs to. Um, and you know what? If there's a player or two that still has their feelings hurt, they're either going to need to deal with it or they're going to go somewhere else. But uh, Bones isn't going anywhere. And I can tell you, Rod, from a public standpoint, after what Rick Bonus said after that game on Friday, his public approval rating has never been higher. So uh, the fans are certainly behind the head coach saying what kind of needed to be said, maybe long overdue for this group. And now it's up to the general manager to put the bright pieces and move the pieces that make sense to uh, put this in the rear view and have them focus on that, not having performances that get their coach uh, ready to explode like a volcano. Well said. We covered a lot. Huss, keep up the great work. Thanks, my man. Talk to you soon. All the best, Roddy.
Hustler Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk. We'll be right back with audience takeover. Get your comments in now, 902-518-3033, or the streams coming up in hour two. More of the Moose. And Luke Gazdick joins from Maple Leeds and Sportsnet. We're live on the Game Plus television network all across Manitoba on Bell MTS Cable. Of course, on the radio, WQEE, and streaming. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. It is uh, audience takeover time. And for many, that's your favorite time where uh, you get to get your questions and comments directly to yours truly. 902-518-3033. We were mentioning earlier about the Centennial Cup beginning on Thursday. Clearly, producer Clark is right down with it. Are you going, Clark? Are you going to Portage, Manitoba? Oh, Jeremy Corrigan is from the SJHL office. Clark is not. They did great things all year with uh, the SJHL This Week program. By the way, coming up next hour, we're going to get towards tonight's games in the NHL, and I got to talk about the Leafs-Panthers. And uh, I have not heard them mention sweep not one time. I haven't seen a broom. So we'll be talking about that. But Richard has written in from North Battleford, where we're very big in North Battleford, Sask. He says, oh, I am looking forward to our North Stars games at the Centennial Cup. We'll be cheering loudly from my home. Can't wait to see how our team matches up to the rest of the teams. This is the second title for the Battleford's North Stars since 2019. Coached by Coach of the Year, Braden Klamasco. <sighs> yeah. Love me some junior hockey. Thank you, Richard. I'm excited that you're excited. By the way, for people in that North Battleford area or the Saskatoon area, we got to tell you, Woody's RV World with locations all across Alberta and Saskatoon. This pertains to just the Saskatoon location. But they want to tell you that right now you can save 15% off all regularly priced and in-stock parts and accessories. Plus, each purchase qualifies for a draw entry for the trip giveaway. And you're saying, what trip? It's the football trip, the RP Show summer football trip. Sask at Calgary, June 24th game. Last but not least, all RV purchases qualify for 10 times the draws. You get 10 entries. If you go in there and buy an RV at Woody's RV World in Saskatoon, you'll get 10 entries into a draw for a trip for two to Calgary to come out and see the riders and Stampeders, which I'll be hosting. How about that? Woody's RV How about World. that? Right? 902-518-3033. They're writing in about Joe Cap, and I'm glad that you 
brought that up. It was in our sports update earlier. Perhaps those people writing in weren't paying attention. But Joe Cap, despite, I mean, what a way to go down into history. The only quarterback in football history to lead his team to a Rose Bowl, Grey Cup, and Super Bowl. Only guy. Passing away at the age of 85. And it was the 2011 Grey Cup in Vancouver where Joe Cap, for those that didn't remember him as a player, earned himself a spot in infamy when he got in a fight with Angelo Mosca at the CFL Alumni Association luncheon in Hamilton. Yes, Leo, I know you're watching. The head of the CFL Alumni Association. Is that not just a typical CFL story? In that, it was a tremendous story that brought all this attention to the league, but it's the people going, no, 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 we, we can't talk about that. Why not? The fight that I saw Angie either the next day or a couple of days later, Angelo Mosca, and asked him if it was real. He swung his cane at me and said, what do you think? I didn't know what he meant by that. Do you think it was real? I think it was real. I think those two guys hated each other, which, if memory serves, some of you old-timers, please let me know. Was it the 1965 Grey Cup that they met in? They'd been harboring a resentment for 35, 46, only 46 years they've been waiting to settle that score. Last minute of play in hour one. Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg says, I bet Angelo Mosca's waiting around the corner at the pearly gates with a steel chair for Joe Cap. <laughs> Can you imagine? Jason in Red Deer. Toffoli, Lucic, and Uyghur, all wearing letters for Team Canada. Thank you. And isn't it interesting that Connor Bedard is not there? Taking a break. Um, we're going to talk about Leafs and Panthers next hour and more of what you would like to discuss. All of this is coming to mind now. I was on TSN 1200 Ottawa yesterday with A.J. Jakubek and Lee Versage, and man, we had a great discussion about the NHL, the CFL. What else did we talk about? Junior hockey, all the things I love. And we'll talk about that more next hour when the Moose rejoins and Luke Gazdick too after this brief pause on Game Plus and the key. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.